Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. Alrighty, now we are switching gears. Okay, here we go. Let's bring on Mr. or Dr. Stephen Green. A lot of doctors in the house today. Yeah, so I'm just gonna pop in so I can share. Oh, I can hear Stephen Green listening <laughs> to, to the conference. I was Hi. listening. Of course, I've been listening since eight o'clock. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you for following along all day. I super appreciate you. <laughs> Um, so Steven is here. I want to make sure that he is popping up. So Steven, tell, oh, Joe's excited that you're here. Um, <laughs> my biggest fan. Yeah. Each okay. Biggest fans. Yeah. That's, we all got to support each other. Guy right? power. It's only, only two guys. It's all, it's fabulous I women. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I am super excited that you're here before I dive in. I just want to, I totally spaced earlier today that, um, planally, um, planally.com gave everyone, all of our attendees, a free month of their service. So, um, mm -hmm. shortly I, I posted the code in the group so everybody can get access to that one month, uh, free planally, um, trial. They're really, really awesome for scheduling out all your Instagram content and all of your social media. I swear by them. They're flipping amazing. So, um, look for the code. We'll also be sending it out with all of the replays. Now we're going to switch gears to Dr. Stephen Green, who, my goodness, um, I don't, where do I even begin about how amazing you are and what you do for parents right now? <laughs> you, got 40, you got 45 minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, no, <laughs> um, so you're sharing a PowerPoint, right? I'm just going to give you. I am. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think I just want to say, you know what, given everything that's going on in the world today and all the things that parents are having to manage, um, you are just like a gift to the world right now. And you and I started out in this journey of you building this success community. I mean, I've known you a year and a half now, I think maybe mm -hmm. coming up on two years, the end of this year, something like that. And I want to just say, Steven's had this idea for this success community for a very long time. And then he launched it in January of this year. And then this pandemic hit. And um, one of the things you've said to me over and over and over again, I don't want to be an ambulance chaser. I don't want to be an ambulance chaser. And I'm like, you are not an ambulance chaser. Number one, you've been in the education space for 20 years. Number two, oh my goodness, you are a gift to parents. So I bought one of his virtual learning plans last year when all of this stuff went down and I teach strategy and organization and systems. And one of the first things in it was do this, like create a, you know, a board that maps out the day for, um, the day with your son. And let me just tell you, it was like a different kid. And so <laughs> I don't want to go on and on and on about how amazing Steven is, but if you are a parent of children who are in school, you just need to pay attention join Steven's community. It's legit $67 a month. It's the best $67 a month you're going to spend. So without anything else, I mean, I could literally talk about how awesome you are for a while. <laughs> um, you're like, love it. Bring it on. 
Um, we'll make sure we trim this recording so you can use it as a testimonial. That's true. Yeah, I need them. <laughs> but right. I'm going to pass the mic over to you. Um, I'll be here. I can jump on with any questions or anything that you need help with, but I'll, I'll jump on typically around like five minutes left. I and got, um, I got my timer. I'm ready. Perfect. Perfect. Look at you. You're such a pro. <laughs> awesome. All, All right. right. Well, the floor is yours, Stephen. Let me, uh, let me get my share going. Can you see that? Yes, we can see it. All right, everyone. Well, li listen, I uh, appreciate that extremely uh, edifying introduction and, uh, Basically, what I'm going to talk about is basically just what I do every day. Um, I think like a lot of people on this, uh, a lot of the presenters do, we're, we're just kind of living what we do. In my case, uh, I'm in the education world. I'm in the education vertical. I work with families who have children in school. Some are struggling, some aren't, but they all need help with something. And my niche is partly the academics, but also partly the structure. And, and I, this is really almost all you need to know is a lot of the exact same things I'm going to talk about from the reference point of school and working with your kids at home are completely parallel as being an entrepreneur or, or being an entrepreneur. They're, they're the same skills. They're the same mindset. They're the same processes. So learning habits, I'm going to equate to business success habits. That's basically what my talk is about. It's, it's, it's chock full of information. This is basically what I try to do personally every single day, what I try to teach and espouse. But before I do that, this has really been a great event. I, I've been on since 759. Uh, I've, I've taken, I don't know how, I lost track, 30 pages of notes. It's just, it's fabulous. So Jamie, thank you. Thank you to all the other speakers and the ones coming up after me and tomorrow. So I'm Steve Green. My business is called Make the Grade. And pretty much everything I do is branded by Make the Grade. And, and um, sometimes I question that, actually, if I should have branded myself a little bit more instead of my business. But it is what it is. Uh, I'm a teacher. I'm a, I have a teaching certificate. I've been, I was a teacher 12 years. I've been a private tutor. be 25 starting September 1st. Ugh. I have a best-selling author of the book. Actually, here's the book, if you can see it. I have a real copy of it, too. Uh, I run and curate a success community. It is geared to parents who have children in school, any age level, and I host a podcast that's an academic uh, action source. So I've put my contact stuff up here. I, I'd rather people not sit there feeling like me, <laughs> like they have to furiously take notes, so I will send anybody this uh, presentation that they want, but there's my email, there's my website, makethegrade.school is an event I'm putting on soon, a little bit more about that. And Make the Great Cock community is access into my success community, So, and that, which looks like this. So enough about me. Here's what I'd like to get across, okay? I want to talk about and really discuss, because if you have questions, uh, please throw them out there, why success, which is sort of conspicuously spelled incorrectly, should have three Cs, the five structures of success, the three tenets of what I call maximum education, the three types of parents and people, and why you have two ears and one mouth. So a lot of numbers here, threes, fives, twos, ones. So what's it all mean? So let me start with success. I find, and I have taught this, and, and there's three things you really need to do to be successful. They all happen to start with C, and there's probably other things out there too. But number one, consistency, two, commitment, three, community. I'm going to break these down a little bit. 
So number one is consistency. I got to tell you, and, and Jamie probably attests this, when I first uh, kind of got with coaching and really having a mentor that kind of knew what they were doing, that was probably my weakest link. I would do one thing for two weeks and something else for a week, another thing for two days and try to do four things at a time. And I lacked a, a consistency in terms of message, in terms of actual physical application of it, which is to say posting on social media, for an example, and, and, and on a lot of levels. And, and I found consistency really, really critical. Getting a plan, sticking with the plan, and doing the plan the best you can over and over and over. And this is one of the major things I teach when I work with parents and families. Are you consistently approaching your academics, whether it's virtual school, homeschool, regular school, doesn't really matter, uh, with a consistent action plan? So consistency, really, really critical. The second one is commitment. Are you committed to your process? Are you willing to take the time it's going to take to see things through, ride through the ups and downs a little bit of how things are going. Because, and it's been alluded to by other presenters, uh, you're not always going to have great days. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have stressful periods. You're going to have anxieties. And you need to be committed to your long-term goal. And again, academically, for most families, this is grades, or in some cases, uh, standard test scores, high-stakes test scores, getting into college. But it's the daily, daily actions and the daily, daily committed grind that you do consistently, there's another C word again, that ultimately gets you the big results. And then I think the expansion of this is community, which is a good example is just today. Um, look at all the relationships uh, that Jamie as the, the coordinator has really developed over years and the value that everybody's bringing to each other freely sharing you know like i said i got pages pages of notes here but community is having a community that you can fall back on if you need advice that you can share ideas with in that way so the three c's of success consistency commitment community so that's my first list now let's talk about something a little more kind of hands-on which is structure five structures of success and I use the word success very conspicuously because uh, I'm assuming everybody wants to have success, but I also never define that for people, whether they're business people, whether they're students, whether they're parents, whether they're entrepreneurs, success is, is a personal goal, personal level. But I have found through academics and by extension through working with people and looking at entrepreneurs that they're the same thing. So we have a physical structure, a temporal or a time structure, an academic structure, an accountability structure, and a support structure. So again, I'm going to break all these down. And uh, this is a physical structure. So I have a picture of a hurricane here. Why? Because everything has to be in the right place for this to happen. I don't want a destructive uh, vibe here, but everything has to be exactly in the right place, the the, the, the the way the wind is blowing and the way the air is rising and the way the air is falling. But in school, you need a physical structure that works for you. And it's the same when you're an entrepreneur. You need to have a desk. It has to have lights. It has to have a space to work. I, I work with kids sometimes, especially virtually, because you see a little more what they're doing. They're laying in bed. they got pillows. they got stuffed animals. I had a girl the other day literally leaning in her um, Chromebook 
on a big stuffed, uh, I think it was a dog. It might have been a cat, whatever. It's a big stuffed animal. Um, and she's got like a kind of writing and she's another one's laying back like this. Um, you got to have a physical structure that works for you. We have all your things ready to go. If you're a podcaster, for example, you can't be searching around every time for your mic and things like this. So academically, physical structure, entrepreneurial, same idea. Temporal structure, time. How do you manage your time? Do you have the habits to do the same success things daily? In the academic world, this is generally how you're going to do your homework. How you're going to plan your time. How you're going to manage the whatever four or five hours you have from when you come home until you go to sleep. When the virtual world and the homeschool world, it expands. Now you've got 10, 12 hours a day you have to manage. But you must manage this time effectively or it just isn't going to work. Or you're going to be all over the place. Or you're going to be very inconsistent, which is an I word, and we don't want I words, we want C words for success. Third structure is academic. Now academic to me is taking the instructions that you're given, taking the instructions that you're given and using them to get to endpoints, okay? Organizationally. So I work with the family and the child has a math test. We need to collect all that math information. We need to bring it together. We have to get them competent or what have you on the material and then we move forward. So the academics dictates that. Now in the entrepreneurial world, this is something you may have to develop more on your own. There's an accountability structure. Who's looking over your shoulder? Who do you have to go to to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do? Now as a tutor, sometimes that's me for a lot of kids. If I see them once or twice a week and they know when they show up, whether it's virtually or in real life, that they have expectations. I had a kid yesterday working on with SATs, big college entrance exam, probably you know. They didn't do any of their homework. Why didn't they do their homework? Because they decided to go to the beach with their friend and conveniently left their book at home. All right, well, I'm big. I have to keep them accountable. You know what the, uh, you know, the consequences are of not doing this. You're setting yourself back on our timeline. The test is next week. Now we've got to work twice as hard to get yourself caught up. Parents should be accountable. But as an entrepreneur, who are you accountable to? Do you have a mentor, a coach, or what have you? The fifth one is support. And to me, in a way, this is the most important one because it kind of brings it all together. And the key is, if you're a family, again, homeschool, virtual school, real school, whatever, live school, hybrid school, doesn't matter. What you want to do is you want to know what your support structures are before you need them. Okay. It's like they say when you're exercising, drink before you get thirsty, eat before you get hungry. You don't want to be looking for the number for the fire station when your house is burning down. Okay? So as an educational situation, families know, where am I going to get support if my child struggles? Can I call the teacher? Do I call a tutor? Do I call a support center? Same as an entrepreneur. Who are you going to call? If you're having trouble with your website, where are you going to get support? If you're trouble with your social media, where are you going to get support? See, so you got to know where that support's going to come from ahead of time because you don't want to have your system offline. Say your website, something goes bad, and you can't get through to, I don't know, whatever, your, your support people, and your website's down for three days, and that costs you $500 in sales. So there's real consequences. We don't have these things in place ahead of time. So we've got five structures, okay? Uh, let me review them real quick. Academic, or sorry, physical, temporal or time, academic, Accountability 
and support. All right, now let me move on to my next thing. Three tenets of what I call maximum education. Maximum education happens to be the title of my book, and I wrote the book because I had worked with so many families and so many students who couldn't do any of the things that I needed them to do to be successful. So basically I had to make a guideline for them. So the book outlines, there's a little bit of overlap here with the structure, but it outlines how to succeed in what I think are the three most important things in making it through your academic day. I'm going to argue by extension your entrepreneurial business day. You got to be able to manage your time. You got to be able to plan things out. You got to be able to be disciplined with that time. It's all well and good to say, yeah, I'm going to spend between 9.30 and 10 o'clock uh, working on my uh, Instagram posts. And then 9.30 comes and says, ah, I think I'll have another cup of coffee. And yeah, that leftover looks good from last night. I'll do it at 2 o'clock. So you have to be disciplined with your time management. Really important. Okay? And there's a lot of tips in the book I, I give that I'm not really going to get into specifically. But really, it's generally about looking at what you have to do, making a list of what you need to do, and then allotting it by priority. What's the most important thing? What is the one thing I need to do right away to be successful? What are the five things after your day, or ten, or eight? And then what, what can wait till later? What can wait till tomorrow? What's due the next day? Things like that. But it's all about treating time as really one of your most valuable possessions. There's, there's somebody had said before, when you start to treat your business like your best customer, your best client, the business has took off, right? Well, it's, it's kind of similar with me and the way I think about time. Time is our most, fame, uh, our most valuable possession. As you get older, you realize that even more. Um, the second tenant here is, oh, there's time. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I wrapped that up. I forgot to advance the slide. I thought I'd done that. So there's time, our most precious resource, at least in my opinion. So it's how you use it, how you manage it, how you maximize it, how you get the most out of it in terms of production over the long haul. Here's information management. We are all, I don't care what you're doing, I don't care if you're a first grader, fifth grader, ninth grader, twelfth grader, veteran entrepreneur, newbie entrepreneur, it doesn't really make a difference. We are all bombarded with information, overloaded with information, more information than we really need. So we have to sort out and again prioritize what's important, what's must know, what's kind of supporting what's good to know, and what's just getting in the way. What's filler? What's just clogging? the neural, the neural systems, the neurons. So that involves an organization of your information, information management. When I work with students, this is a big thing we deal with. You have all this to, to manage. How are you going to compartmentalize it? How are you going to outline it? How are you going to take notes on it? How are you going to be able to access it when you need to study and prepare for a test? Things like that, or a quiz, or a paper, or, or any sort of assessment. Okay. So you got to manage that information. There's a lot of ways you can do it. In the book, I actually teach eight different ways that you can do an outline. I do a lot of that in my community, stuff like that. But again, from the business standpoint, you're trying to create a message. It's outgoing. School, the information is coming in. As an entrepreneur, the message is outgoing. You have to manage that message as well. The third one is the daily plan for success. Okay? And... Honestly, this graphic doesn't line up with it as well, but I couldn't, I couldn't find the one I really wanted, but whatever. Um, but every day, daily action plan. The daily action plan involves everything I've talked to about this to this point. The commitment, the community, the accountability, the time management, the information management, 
the success plan, everything, it all comes together every single day. Every single morning you got to wake up and you got to do it again. But it's all based on all the other things that you have in place. So you have your three C's for success, your commitment, your consistency, your community. You got your five structures. You got your three tenants. All comes together to create a viable, repeatable system that you're happy with and you can enjoy doing. But most of us went into our own businesses, including myself, because we, we wanted to work for ourselves. We didn't want to just trade one stress for another. We wanted to feel more fulfilled, I think, typically anyway. Let me talk about the three kinds of parents and, by extension, the three kinds of entrepreneurs. And I got to tell you, in the last five months, which is to say since the middle of March when the whole COVID experience began, this has just amplified itself to such a degree. I think this was always there, and I knew it was there, and I dealt with it. But this really just blew up. And really it was the way I, I noticed, and I'm categorizing basically three different ways that parents, people, business people, entrepreneurs kind of react or deal with everything. Proactively, reactively, or inactively. So let me break them down. The proactive person, the proactive entrepreneur. Now notice, they're smiling. They're happy because they've got things under control. They are planning ahead. They are not concerned about the long run because they know they have a system. They've got support. They've got consistency. They've got commitment. They've got time management. They've got all the things I've been talking about for the last uh, 17 minutes. <laughs> so the proactive family is the one who says, you know what? School starts in a month, but I believe my kid might need some support. I'm going to reach out now and set that up. Or, yeah, my kid's taking the SAT in eight months, but we want to plan ahead. And we don't have to back up and do it as like a two-minute rush, two-minute drill rush. We know where we need help. We know where we're going to get that help. And we are ready to set that up and do it ahead of time. This is the proactive family. And the same thing with the proactive entrepreneur. They are setting the tone for what they do. Okay? They're controlling their social media. They're controlling their message. They're thinking ahead. What's coming next? What do I need to do next? Okay? That's the first type. And I think you're kind of just getting from the vibe. I think the best type. Second type, reactive. <laughs> um, now, the reactive ones wait until there's a fire. And they may know they might have issues coming up. To put it in academic terms, you had a kid who got B's and C's, kind of struggled through the previous year of school. It's likely they're going to have similar struggles this year, but because they're a year older and they got a more difficult and more rigorous course load, it's more likely they're going to struggle even more. So you got the reactive families. You know, let's just wait till the kid comes home with an F on a quiz. Let's just, you know, we won't worry about it till then. And even then, we're not even sure what we're going to do. Maybe we'll find a tutor. Maybe we'll talk to a teacher. Maybe we'll try to get better time management. Maybe we're going to try to do that. But the point is, they are reacting to the situation. They might be able to pull it off. They might not. Not really sure. We'll see. These are the people that call me 8 o'clock at night and say, Hey, I heard that you tutor algebra. Yes, I do. Thank you for calling. 
uh, you know, my kid needs help. They have a test coming up. Can you help them? Yeah, sure. When's the test? Tomorrow, 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's not always the best way to do it. I don't think that's any big surprise to anyone. But this is what we try to do. So the reactive people, the reactive entrepreneurs, are sort of dealing with what happens as it happens. The last type are inactive. Those of you who know me know I love cats. So I had to get a cat picture in here somewhere. Um, so anyway, uh, the inactive people, I, I don't know if it's as strong to say they really don't care. Yeah, they're obviously not proactive. They're not getting ahead of the game. They may not even be reactive because they're not doing much of anything. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they do care. Maybe it's just sort of, you know, carpe diem. It'll work itself out. Always did. Always will. But imagine this, what the result is, if you're a parent, the effect this could have on your students' academics. Or if you're an entrepreneur, what kind of effect this might have on your business. Yeah, you know, I... I, I did a bunch of blogs last week. I won't bother doing one this week. They don't, no consistency, no commitment. So those words keep coming back. They're so ingrained in my vocabulary because I'm so used to use them because this is kind of what I talk about all day. So three kinds of people. You're proactive, you're reactive, and you're inactive. Okay. So how do we kind of bring this all together? And this is sort of my sort of my little business tip here. It's really how do you know what you want to bring out to your to your clients? Okay. And and in my case with academics, it's it's foreseeing that as well. But my answer is you want to have two ears and one mouth. Okay? You want to listen way more than you're talking. Okay? And where do you do this? How do you do this? And again, this is about being proactive. This is about having your whole system in place, okay? So, how do we stay topical? How do we know what our listeners, our subscribers, our potential clients, what are they interested in? And the whole thing is really very simple. You gotta ask them, you gotta communicate them, you gotta get feedback from them. You wanna engage with them. And again, this is all parallel. What I'm doing in academics is exactly having these conversations. Every day I'm talking to people. What do you foresee? your child's issue is going to be. How did they do last year? What is your expectation for this upcoming year? What situations do you think they would thrive in? What can I put in my support community that will help you? What kind of articles? What kind of live streams? What kind of podcasts? What kind of blogs? What would help you? And you just ask them. And this is the success community. This is where it all goes. And these are the sort of things I ask them. What are they interested in? Are they timely? Is it niche? Is it not too niche? Sometimes you put an article or you put a live stream in there and three people totally love it and all the rest ignore it or the other way around. Is this something you want to repeat again? Maybe you do a little series on it. I, like most people who podcast, I've done three, four, five episode series on the same larger topic. I'm just do, I'm doing one right now. I'm back to school. It's a five-part series. All the various aspects of back to school. I didn't want to do a 90-minute podcast. So I'm doing four or five, well, actually five 15-minute ones or so. Oops. Um, but the ideas came all from talking, sorry, from people in my community. See? Oh, phones. Anyway, um, also, 
in terms of the podcasting and the, and the community, who would they get value from hearing from besides me? Suggestions for guests, suggestions for partnerships, suggestions for point, joint ventures. Because if I'm trying to push that out there, I'm trying to market it, then these are things I need to know people are going to be interested in. Sorry about that. Um, yes, this is happening in real time. Um, so I want to know if I'm going to make the effort to do all these other things, to be consistent, to have all my structures in place, to have my success words in place, to have all that in place, I want to know what I'm doing is going to try to get results the most it can. And part of the other end of that equation is, for me at least, knowing that my community, my people, my followers are interested in what I'm doing. And I've gotten most of that just from pulling them and listening to them. And these are just some other opportunities you can do it. I tend to focus on the community. I do a lot with direct outreach and direct engagement in there, and that's easy in a, or easier in a Facebook community. You can also do it through your website. You can do it through your social media. Don't sleep on these other ones, though. Email. Use the email. i got to be honest, I spend about a year building an email list at about 1,300 people in it, and I didn't use it for a year. I don't know why. I just got so uh, focused on the social media side and the Facebook and the Instagram because that's really where my ideal clients, parents with kids live. But I kind of slept on the other ones, email, text messaging. I've gotten a lot of um, traction through messaging and email, especially recently because it's a direct touch, and people appreciate that individual touch not just the, the really broad stroke ones. Here's a, here's a real good one. Telephone. Yeah, the one that just rang, right? <laughs> um, yeah, just pick it up and call people. Every day I try to call two or three people that are in my circle. Parents, uh, people I'm having partnerships with, whatever. And just, how you doing? How's your kid doing? Any questions? Anything we're not doing enough of? Anything we're doing too much of? People really appreciate that direct contact. It feels like they're getting value. Especially nowadays where we were all a little bit less, but now that we're all shut in, live meetings. Uh, I, I've been on Zoom. I was a charter member of Zoom. I'm not saying that to impress anyone, but I've always felt like having that interaction is just so important. So I got into that early. I invited people on. A lot of people didn't have the right bandwidth. They couldn't get it to work. But all these things on this slide, using your community, website, social media, email, messaging, telephone, live meetings, and just trying to be creative, uh, are, are ways you can touch your people. And again, this is so important when I'm dealing with parents because the parents want to feel like I really care about their children. And I do. And I care about them and I care about their families. I care about their success. But as an entrepreneur, I want my clients and the families I serve there to feel like the same thing. I want them to feel like, yeah, they're here supporting. I know they're paying a little bit to get it, but they're getting value. They're getting value from it. So remember... Your community is your livelihood. It's like your family. It's like your business family. So here's what we've talked about. And uh, number one, why succession of three C's? And you saw it here first. I am trying to get the dictionary rewritten. The five structures of success, the three tenets of maximum education, the three types of parents and people slash entrepreneurs, how to get feedback, two ears, one mouth. And I'm trying to wrap this all together from my perspective as an educator, working with parents, dealing with homeschool people, dealing with virtual school people, dealing with people very frustrated with the academic world, and providing them as much value as I can, and structure, and all the things on this list and on this slide. 
But the parallels that I see and know from dealing with all the entrepreneurs I know are really striking. And I think that's uh, hopefully why I felt this talk was, was appropriate. So here I am, Steve Green. Uh, it's my email, there's my sites, there's the school and the community. And uh, that's really all I have. I got a little bit of time left, Jamie. I'm not sure if you're... Yep, I'm around. right here. There you are. I hear, I hear the voice. Um, yeah, so I'll leave this up for a second at least. Yeah, for sure. Have. Yeah, and if anybody wants the slides, I'm happy to send them out to you or somehow I can get them to you. But um, If you want to send them over, we can put them up with the replay. Oh, I can do that. I'll, I'll do that later today or tomorrow. Yeah, I'd love for you to take a moment and just speak to, um, because you did such an eloquent job at sprinkling in entrepreneurship with what it is you do inside your success community and just your, your philosophy. But I'd love you to take a moment and just speak to um, what you're doing inside the success community to support parents in this time. Because I know many of the people who are on here today, they have children, they're trying to manage um, mm -hmm. the many variables of the fall. And I just think what you're doing is just a game changer for parents, whether they're entrepreneurs or not. Well, it's a combination of kind of detail and macro. It's kind of macro and micro, right? We definitely <laughs> use those words in our discussions before, maybe not the same context, but um, there are little things parents can do. Like one of the big things I get is I'm trying to help my kid keep up this summer with math. I need resources. So I have, I've really lost track, probably hundreds of links to sites. Most of them are free. Occasionally there's one a pay for one, but uh, where people can get resources like that in math, in reading, in history. Uh, I just put a really cool one up there. It's like Nat Natural Geographic has so much excellent stuff. Um, and it's like a virtual tour of, of all the national parks. So stuff like this. So there, there's sort of specific, I'll call it curriculum-based stuff. Um, I have a lot of stuff like I talked about today, which is more larger general. Yeah. You know, how do you manage your day? How do you keep your kids motivated? Um, yeah, it, it's hard through a community necessarily, but what everybody avoids, one of the things every parent says to me is, I just don't want to fight with my kids, right? They don't want... They don't want the, the vicious circle of, did you do your homework? Yes. Everybody's yelling, screaming at each other, right? Nobody wants that. And believe me, you got younger kids. It gets way worse than they're 14, 17, whatever, because I've been there. Um, yeah. So I talk a lot about how do you establish structure? Because you're still the parent, right? Parents yeah. got to make the rules. But it, it's one thing to make rules um, by just saying, I'm the mother and this is why it is, or I'm the father, this is why it is. It's another thing to make rules collectively and go into your kids and saying, listen, we need to establish a system. I would appreciate your input. I'm going to ultimately maybe make the decision, but I'd like to discuss it together. Um, so these are a lot of things. I also, like many people, live stream into the community, which is a lot more topical. It might be, you know, a single thing. Um, actually, my live stream yesterday talked about the three kinds of parents. Yeah. Uh, but I've done a lot of things actually on tips, you know, how to study for midterms, how to study for finals, how to make outlines, uh, what a virtual learning experience can and should look like, how to prepare if you're a family and you know you're going to have a session with a tutor, how to prepare and get the most out of that. Yeah, I I think it's so amazing what you're doing for parents. And we're getting so many comments. Um, 
people saying, I'm so excited that there's going to be a replay. I didn't be able to catch yeah, everything. I, I, couldn't, I can't see the comments. Actually, I can see on my other. I got a monitor, um, like three monitors here. Yeah, so, so many people enjoy the presentation. Oh, you also got great voice. Oh. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but I think I, I think what, what is really key, um, and I joke about this with Stephen, because Stephen is one of the members in my BEB program, um, my husband's Fabulous a BEB program. Fantastic <laughs> BEB program. No, really, it really um, is. Um, my husband is like, we're homeschooling, right? Because I didn't want to deal with all the variables. There were way too many variables for me when it came to handling my seven-year-old um, at school. And so we made the decision to do homeschooling. And I don't know, I must have spent four days researching curriculum and doing this sort of thing. And doing it was a little more than that, but yeah. Yeah, probably more than that. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's probably a little bit more than that. But the whole point was I was when I was talking to my husband and trying to make this decision, he's like, well, you've got Steven, like join his community. You have him as a support system. Like the, mm -hmm. the learning plan that he gave us in the fall or in the spring, that was the spring, um, the learning plan spring was such a game changer with this one little thing that we did. Like you have that as a resources, so go for it. Like, <laughs> and I think what Steven's so humble, he doesn't want to be like, well, I've been doing this. I thought it was 20 years, but 25 years. <laughs> um, yeah, that doesn't even count my teaching, but yeah, I'm old, <laughs> I'm old, you know, I'm, old. I'm an old guy. Um, but I think you're so humble about it because you don't want to like you can just look at a situation and hear parents say like two like two sentences and you're like, all right, know what the problem is, you know, and that expertise given everything and that experience given everything that is going on in the world right now is going to be so critical for us as parents to be able to remain cool, <laughs> calm and collected because this is not. This is a marathon this year. Like when yeah, this was well, in the spring. Well, let, let me let me say this. I I know. I'm, listen, I don't want to downplay what's going on with COVID at all because it's a yeah. nasty situation. But a lot of the things that people are struggling with are things we've always struggled with because kids were always doing homework at home, right? It isn't like nobody ever had homework and nobody ever had to manage their kids at night. Yeah. It's just it gotten super amplified because of all the other pressures that were simultaneously coming with it right yeah. so now parents not only had to kind of manage homework they had to manage the teaching they had to manage the kids they had to keep them occupied it it, it everything kind of tr hit at once but the f the reason i wrote my book was because hundreds of parents really hundreds of parents were saying all i only i spend more time arguing with my child about doing homework than it t would have taken them to do the homework yeah we're arguing for 45 minutes to do a 20-minute history assignment yeah. It's got to be a better way. And just as an aside, the one advantage of getting older is that nothing new ever happens. <laughs> just the same things kind of recycling around. But um, so I, I've been hearing parents voice that. I don't want to use the word complaint. Voice that concern for years, years and years and years. It's just different variants of it and different sort of permutations of it. But the key is listening, right? So I really wanted to stress listening and, and picking up on where the cues are, right? Yeah. And again, I'm trying to, you know, I am an entrepreneur, I guess, but I, I come from the space of being an educator uh, first. And I, 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 but I see all my friends that are like really quote unquote pure entrepreneurs, they have the exact same challenges. Agreed. You know, and, and I see it and I and really, you know, I thought this was an appropriate thing. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, the, the, what I feel I really provide is, is sort of a stability because I know in the end everybody would be okay if we just put things into place. Well, and it's hard as a parent to wear the hat of, even if your kid's distance learning, it's hard to wear the hat of, hey, you have to stay focused on this and be a parent all yeah, while no, being it, in the same house. Because you get so <laughs> much, well, because there's so much baggage because it's like, do your homework and go clean your room. So, you know, and then the kid will argue about either one of them, right? But they yeah. can't separate it or, you know, you know, and, and it, it, again, I, I brought this up before, but it's like the acceleration is really what you want to avoid. Yeah. You know, did you do your homework? Yes, I did. All right. Don't get that mouth with me, girl, you know, whatever. <laughs> Leave me alone, mom. I know I'm an old man. But yeah. it, and it just spirals up and up and up and then it can get really out of hand. But the community is really there as a resource to help people. People can ask questions. People can communicate with me. Gives them direct, more direct access to me. It's kind of a level below tutoring in a sense. It's much, much more affordable. Um, I don't know if I can plug my other stuff that's coming up. If you want, I could. Or yeah, I could, go but. for it. I know you've well, got Well, I have two things, and they're both – well, one, I don't, it's free. You can't get any more lower ticket than free, right? So yeah. uh, September the 10th, if you are a parent or you're even not and you just want to learn about it, I am hosting a – virtual back to school summit. So I'm taking copious notes today on Jamie's uh, MCing and maitre d' abilities here. Um, but I've done it before, but uh, it's, it's all about how we're going to cope with back to school this year. I have, uh, I only, I only, I should say only, I have six speakers, but they're all really, uh, a really excellent panel. Um, and that's free and, and I can, you know, get the link out there and then the community as well. And I also offer what you referred to is what I call my virtual home learning plan. And basically what happens is parents fill out a survey and I create a, a couple page document that just gives them all sorts of just line item tips and advice on how to do that. And um, if you're in the community, you actually get a discount on it, believe it or not. So yeah, it's cheap anyway. So I'm discounting. Yeah, something it is the best money you're going to spend. And I'm like, I keep telling Steven, I'm like, uh, yep. <laughs> you're going to be my support system this year because I think it's one of those things. Like I'm going in the mindset I'm and I am your proactive plant parent in case anybody's yes. wondering. <laughs> type um, one. Type <laughs> one. Um, probably also my style for entrepreneurship. But um, you know, for me, it's like this is a marathon. I can't be lax like I was last year because you can't have two years in a row where you're like laxed <laughs> mm -hmm. with your kid. And my kids, my kid's young. He's not in like a critical year, but like. I don't want him to miss any critical reading things or any of that sort of stuff in terms of moving forward. And so um, I'm not, my kids are, are younger for your general ideal client. So if they're, they're on the low end, but they're not out of range, but yeah. Yeah. But, but like, I just want to encourage people, like if, if you're struggling in any sort of sense of the word, you have anxiety around this, you have like any sort of apprehension or overwhelm, like talk to Steven, like get a virtual learning plan, uh, jump into the community, like get the support you need because we're all in this together. The beauty of it is, and, and again, I think you can really tie the parallels to entrepreneur and the way people just deal with everything in their life. Yeah. But um, sometimes by the time you react, it's too late. Yeah. You know, because it takes so much time to make up, to kind of get even that you're always, you know, you're always on this sort of treadmill. Yeah. And it's difficult. So I would encourage people to be proactive just because it's, in my opinion, just a better, less stressful way to go through life. But well, it's not, not everybody's nature. 
Yeah, you're not going to argue with your spouse about it because you're going to be able to like have Steven as the third party referee. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, I throw in the uh, family psychology for free. <laughs> That's no, a bonus. I, I mean that in the- and That's the, expensive. They charge way more than I do anyway. So <laughs> but it's always like, oh, well, I, I was like in the fall, I was like, well, Steven's learning plan said, <laughs> you know? Well, well that, that actually is, is not, you kind of said that jokingly, but that's actually what you're doing is you're deflecting the responsibility, right? So it's not the parent now making the rules. It's a third party, yeah. which now relieves you of being the person that the child can blame. Yep. That's not why we have the system but it's a positive benefit of it. Yeah, added bonus, especially when you have little kids who are like, well, hmm. Or I'll argue where the sun's gonna come up, I know. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> well, Steven, I am so appreciative that you were here today. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom. I super appreciate you. Yeah, it was, it was great. I'm sorry I didn't look at the, uh, I'll have to look at the comments, I'll kind of catch up. Yeah, no worries. Oh, I got a question, somebody's got some questions. Do you offer information? Oh. Um, for students in the autistic spectrum, I have a client looking for pertinent information regarding, um, the is that Patsy? The answer is yes. With the caveat that there are extremes on either end, that there are people more qualified than I am. If information, definitely. Yes. Therapy, maybe, maybe not. Awesome. I can handle the academic piece of it, but there's psychological and there's other pieces that are sometimes there's more specialized uh answers to awesome yeah the, patsy's written a couple of uh, comments in there and i know brooke was just cheering your praises because she like is way big into homeschooling with her children and all that sort of stuff so yeah be sure to go into the um the comments steven yeah i'll do that as soon as i uh, unzoom here awesome all right well <laughs> thank you so much for um your talk. Thank you so much for all that you do in supporting families. I, I super appreciate, appreciate you having me. Thank you for putting this together. Oh, you are so welcome. Almost, right. uh, it's almost five o'clock, right? And you can have a yep. this tomorrow too. Yeah. Just for a couple hours tomorrow. So <laughs> awesome. All I'll right. Be, well, I'm ready. All right. Ready well, for Brigitte. Go yep. Brigitte. Brigitte's coming on next. All right. Go Brigitte. Go Brigitte. All, I right. Know. all right. I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.